Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. What's cracking? How are y'all doing? It's finals week. It's finals week. Um, it's been a bit of a layoff since we last spoke. Um, since then, a lot of time has passed, and we're going to talk about it. It includes the Maryland Black Bears heading back to the East Division final, uh, and they did that on Wednesday. Went up to Atterboro, Massachusetts to take on the Northeast Generals, trying to get the job done after winning both games uh, in Piney Orchard. And now it was time to get the job done up there. They did it. They were able to do it, and... Black Bears get out of the gate really early. They're trying to get this done quick, make it like game one's game, put it out of hand early. Uh, they were putting shots on Cullen DeYoung. Cullen DeYoung was equal to the task. Uh, the other end, William Hackinson, was making some very big saves, very tested towards the middle of the frame, uh, keeping things clean for himself. But it wasn't until uh, with under four minutes remaining in the first, Black Bears get a power play. And Gabriel Westling pots home his first of the playoff. He picked up a uh, a nice little rebound from Braden Stanner, puts it home for the one nothing scoreline. Stanner's third assist, Brandon Piku, his fourth assist of the playoffs. Maryland up one nothing, out shooting Northeast sixteen to ten in that first frame. Second period, more back and forth. Uh, Maryland actually a little bit on their heels at times. Northeast trying to get them. Uh, you know, baited around, trying to get the equalizer going. Hackinson in the defense, though, very strong in there. Able to get the puck out, not too much in terms of uh, breaking the other way. But, you know, these things happen. Uh, when they did get sustainable pressure in the offense, Maryland did look like their usual selves. However, a situation coming through the neutral zone, again, under four minutes remaining. In the, uh, in the period, that's all Jarrett Scott take a broken play. Just works through the Maryland defenses. The puck just kind of squeaked through both of them. Scott powered through both of them. Put it over Hackinson. We are tied up at one uh, with, again, under four minutes remaining. Black Bears kept pushing after that. Had a hell of a uh, push there after that goal. Pretty much what you want to see after giving up a goal like that. And then with 18 seconds remaining, big scrum in front of the net. Samuel Stitz gets the last touch on it. He cashes in for his third of the playoff. Maryland up 2-1 to one going into the second admission. Gabriel Westling with his second assist of the playoff. Piku with his second assist of the game. Fifth of the playoff. Maryland up 2-1 to one at the second intermission. And possession game was that for Maryland. They were able to just put the hammer down, keep the puck in their own zone, keep the puck on their tape, more importantly, not giving Northeast much of a chance uh, to work with as uh, Northeast only getting five shots on net during that whole third period. Uh, great forecheck for the Black Bears. Uh, they were able to get into the zone quick, able to pin up against the boards, kill Precious Clock, and then, uh, you know, you look, you look up and down that lineup, you're like, wow, Christian Catalano hasn't got a goal yet. Well, that happened. A power play given to the Black Bears and only 21 seconds into that power play. Catalano gets one at the top of the slot, rips it home for his first of the playoff on the power play. Uh, Black Bears up 3-1. to one. Trey Scott, his third assist of the playoffs. Sam Stitz with his second assist of the playoffs on the power play. Black Bears up 3-1. to one. Defense then did their job, held them down. Held Northeast into their zone. 
and they were able to seal it off. Black Bears win 3-1, to one, win the series 3 to nothing, and they move on to the East Division final for the second time in franchise history. William Hackinson, 23 saves. He was stellar in net uh, once again in this playoff run, and the Black Bears claim victory to that. A very solid series. That first game kind of a uh, misnomer, but Maryland able to uh, get what they needed to do, set the tone there, and then took it from that point. So who will they face? Well, it's the main Nordiques. It's a rematch of the 2021 uh, Eastern Division Final in this. As you look on the other side, Maine uh, swept the defending champion North, uh, New Jersey Titans, and uh, they were able to set the tone in that last game for that one, beating New Jersey 5-1 to one, uh, on their rights. In fact, every single series except for one was a sweep, and that one is uh, Shreveport and Lone Star. They're going to a Game 5, which is happening Monday night. So uh, if you got hockey TV, go check that out. That should be a barn burner there. But uh, we now look ahead for the Black Bears. They start the East Division Final on Friday. Cinco de May will be the place to be the 5th and 6th, Friday, Saturday at Piney Orchard to start things off. Now, if you want to talk about series that are evenly matched, you're not going to get a better one than this one. Both teams have four wins. Both teams have four losses in a variety of different ways. When you look at this matchup, it was very tightly contested. Three of the eight games going into overtime um, and uh, one going into a shootout of those three. So overall, it was a very tight series, very nerve-wracking series. And in a short time, too, these teams face off each other in, like, I think a matter of a month. Uh, got all, all eight matchups. And actually, no, it was two months because it was the right before the uh, the winter break and then right after the winter break. But even so, you look at the Black Bears, uh, who was contributing, and again, you kind of look at the, some of the names there. Uh, Luke Van Wy had that hat trick in the last matchup. Uh, four goals, three assists. Uh, Caleb Thiessen had two goals, five assists. Uh, Sean Kilcullen, two and two. Sam Stitz, two and four. Hunter Ramos, three goals, three assists. Brad McNeil, two goals, three assists. Brandon Piku, two goals, four assists. Um, Adam Shankula, three goals, four assists. And uh, Christian Catalano, only a goal and three assists. Dimitri Kieber, only an assist. Uh, Riley Rue, two assists. Cal Essemacher, a goal and an assist. Goaltending-wise, William Hackinson had 124 saves, gave up 18 uh, Jack Winnicky had 50 saves, gave up four goals. Uh, on the other side of things, this is where things get a little interesting in terms of who you know to focus on for the main Nordiques in the head-to-head matchup. Henrik Halberg had two goals, 10 assists. Uh, Johnny Meyer, three goals, three assists. Uh, Aiden Koop, three goals, three assists. Nick Bernardo, three goals, five assists. Brandon Gibbons, their captain, eight assists alone. Oliver Janess, three goals. Philip Weiberg, three goals, four assists. Uh, Goaltending-wise, Cal DePape was the guy who was in uh, the sharp role for the main Nordiques against Black Bears. Uh, he had two shutouts against the Black Bears, making 123 saves. Thomas Haney, who is the hot hand that they've been riding so far in the playoffs, 19 goals against 147 saves overall. So Maryland 4-2-2, two, two, Maine 4-3-1. In the head-to-head, we get to this point once again. The interesting thing, thing that I see in this series could not be the idea on the ice, but the idea off the ice. And uh, some of the comments that have been made 
from the main side to almost get into the heads of the Maryland Black Bears should they read um, the work of Nathan Fourier of the Lewiston Sun Journal. And some of the comments that have been made by Matt uh, Pinchevsky have been very interesting as well. One of the truer things that he has said is he says, I think this team absolutely despises playing against us. And, I, you know, Maryland, I think, maybe has a little uh, little hatred about that because it's such a tight situation between these two teams when they match up. Of course, we had that game that went about 59 minutes scoreless and then the last-minute main scores and gets a one nothing victory. One of the comments he made during the uh, shootout win for the Black Bears was, Pinchemski said some of the leading scorers went on a breakaway uncontested on Thomas Haney. They didn't look like leading scorers. When Kareem El-Bashir netted that uh, that winner, Pinchemski said uh, it must be really exciting on their bench to see a depth guy get a big goal, but a shootout is not a hockey game. It won them the game, but it's not a hockey game. We need to, uh, we need to play a full 60 or 65. He also kind of questioned the tactics of the Maryland Black Bears, saying we had leaders on the ice, and I think they just put personnel on the ice. We had leaders, and they lead. Rounding off with saying this is a win. This was a win uh, again. Staying with this same shootout. This is all from the same shootout uh, game. So this is a variable, very winnable hockey game and a very beatable hockey team. I mean, as a coach on one side of things, I mean, obviously you're going to say that you got to hype your guys up. You're going to make sure that your guys are taken care of and put them in the best light. At the same time, the Maryland Black Bears should re uh, should maybe use this as a little bulletin board material, maybe use this as motivation, and maybe, uh, you know, best of five, first to three win. I mean, you have to get started early and often, and they know the struggle that it is against playing the Nordiques, and, and we've noticed as much and run down as much as you've got a lot of guys out there who, you know, twenty. it was uh, 26 to 22, Maryland getting the advantage in goals. Actually, no, 23 because they did have an empty netter. Uh, but still, I mean, it was a very close goal. Maryland scored more goals. But, again, they're scoring very strong out. A lot of the uh, the guys who were on the top of the goal-scoring sheet, like Christian Catalano, only held to one goal. Dimitri Kibru, um held to an assist uh, during this head-to-head matchup. And even in the first round of the playoffs, Catalano getting his first goal in Game 3, albeit a short sample size, a small sample size, with only three games being played. But there is plenty of uh, plenty of time for the Maryland Black Bears to step up, and I'm sure they will. I mean, you have a more than a week off. Could cause for a little rust, but at the same time, it's probably uh, probably pretty good for yourself. I mean, it's good for the mantra, and it's not like you're playing against a team who played earlier in the week as Maine finished their series the day after. So they're going to be on as equal rest as the Maryland Black Bears. Should be a very entertaining uh, series. But at the same time, I think the Maryland Black Bears have to take what was said in the past, take it a little bit to heart, and kind of prove that there's a reason they were the number one team in the East Division this year. There's a reason why they were able to outscore the main Nordiques. It was There's a reason why they were able to uh, be who they are and the top players stepping up like top players. It'll be an interesting series. That is for definite. And you can catch all the action on Hockey TV if you can't get down to Piney Orchard. Uh, and uh, there, Alex Chitano will have the calls on Friday and Saturday. Game time, 7 o'clock on Friday night and 6.30 on Saturday night. Tickets.MarylandBlackBears.com for more. And the remaining schedule is still yet to be released. So we will see from there what will happen from that. You have to figure if it follows the same kind of uh, plan, 
Wednesday, Thursday, or Thursday, Friday for games three and four, if necessary, for game four. We'll see how it all goes, but got to get those first wins out of the way. But what a better way to do it than at home, something you didn't have in the previous matchup in 2021. And hey, listen, this whole playoff has been a bit of a revenge tour. Granted, we've only gotten through one series, but the Northeast Generals were the team that kept the Maryland Black Bears out of the playoffs last year. They eliminated them. The Maine Nordiques were the reason that the Black Bears didn't get to the Final Four in Blaine and win the East Division title in 2021. Time to remedy that as well. Revenge tours are a hell of a thing, hell of a motivator for everybody quite involved. So why not use that and filter that to what you have in front of you? It's a good time to be a Black Bears fan and better time to go cheer them on. Like I said, tickets.marylandblackbears.com if you haven't gotten your tickets already, ladies and gentlemen. So a short porch week for us right here, and we're going to move on with that. We will have another show next week at some point in time, probably going to be in this Monday slot, and we will move onward and upward from there. To check all the uh, scheduling and stuff, check the social media of the Maryland Black Bears. That's Black Bears at Black Bears NAHL on all platforms and uh, at NAHL Hockey for official schedule announcements and other things of that ilk as well. And if you want to follow us here on the, the show at Defending Den MBB on the Twitter, and it's a good time had by all little game in game tweets and stuff like that. But that's it. That's all for this series or at least this situation, we will move on to the next series and go from there. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Face-Off Hockey Show, Media Faction, and PodcastMonsters.com. Again, Defending Den MBB on Twitter, ClutchandCrabHockey.com, and Facebook.com slash ClutchandCrabHockey. You guys have a wonderful week. Enjoy May. Enjoy the situation that we got going for us. Enjoy the East Final. We'll be back with you in about a week's time. Talk about at least the first two games and then see what we're feeling going into the second games. So, until then, peace.